How y'all doing today? It's your boy Desmond Works, aka Bible. And this is a part two about the Brian Flores soon the NFL situation. Cause I found out some crazy stuff about the allegations. And I believe them, but before I do my allegations, I mean read about the article, I mean, let me do my copyright. Mm-hmm. Is allowance is made for failures for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit educational or personal use tips to balance in favor of fair use. So the article I will be reading is from SB Nation. When the Dolphins fired Brian Flores earlier this year, it was a huge surprise. Flores had Miami moving in the right direction, and while they weren't a playoff team yet, the building blocks were there. It raised a ton of questions at the time, but it was widely assumed Flores would quickly find a new team. Now, with coach vacancy starting to fill, Flores remains without the job, and he believes he knows why. Flores fired a lawsuit Tuesday that names the National Football League, Miami Dolphins, New York Giants, Broncos, and the remaining 29 teams alleging widespread racial prejudice, discrimination, and use of the Rooney Rule to string along minority candidates' teams never considered hiring. Here's the first allegation. is that he alleges that he was pushed to tank the Dolphins in order to improve their draft position. During the, two, during the 2019 season, Flores first in the command of the Dolphins, he led the team to a 5-11 record, winning three of the last five games. Flores alleges that the team owner, Stephen Ross, wanted him to intentionally lose games, even offering a bounty for losses. Then was told by GM Chris Greer that Ross was angry for him winning. Indeed, during the 2019 season, Miami's off owner, Stephen Ross told Mr. Flores that he would pay him 100000 for every loss. And the team's general manager, Chris Greer, told Mr. Flores that Steve was mad that Mr. Flores' success in winning games that year was compromising the team's draft position. Do you know what that means? He wanted him to intentionally lose and was going to pay him to do it. But big kudos to Brian Flores because he didn't do it. Now that's messed up. That is so messed up. Mess, that's messed up. Then number two bombshell is that the owner, Stephen Ross, wanted Flores to temper with a quarterback. Following the 2019 season, the suit alleges that Flores was pressured into breaking league rules by beating Ross and an unnamed quarterback in violation of the league tempering rules. The suit claims Flores did not attend the this planned meeting, but was later misled about another meeting with Ross that turned into an attempt to convince the prominent QB to come to Miami. After the end of the 2019 season, Mr. Ross began to pressure Mr. Flores to recruit the prominent quarterback in violation of league tempering rules. Mr. Flores repeatedly refused to comply with these improper directives. Undeterred in the winter of 2020, 
Mr. Ross invited Mr. Flores into a yard for lunch. Shortly after he arrived, Mr. Ross told Mr. Flores that the prominent quarterback was conveniently arriving in the marina. The suit does not name the quarterback in question, though Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson are two of the names that will match the timeline in the suit. The Giants hired Brian DeBall before Flores were ever interviewed. This may be the wildest element of the suit because it contains screenshots of a text conversation between Flores and Patriots coach Bill Belichick. In them, it appears Belichick congratulated Flores on getting the job before realizing that he had texted the wrong coach. This is a, this is significant because Belichick says he heard from both the Bills and Giants that they are hiring the ball. But Flores was scheduled to be to interview three days after this exchange. Flores is alleging that this incident is a clear example of minorities being passed over for jobs, as well as breaching the NFL's own Rooney rule on hiring. Man. Hey, he got a case, man. He got a case. He got a case. He actually might have a case. Then the last one is that the Broncos were unprofessional and unprepared in a 2019 interview. It said that that was one hour late and it appeared to be intoxicated. And it reads, however, the Broncos then general manager, John Elway, president and chief executive officer, Joe Ellis and others showed up an hour late to the interview. They looked completely disheveled and it was obvious that they had been drinking heavily the night before. It was clear from the substance of the interview that Mr. Flores was interviewed only because of the Rooney rule and that the Broncos never had any attention to consider him as a, a legitimate candidate for the job. Shortly thereafter, Vic Fangio, a white man, was hired to be the head coach of the Broncos. This is crazy, man. He, This is deep, man. This is wow. Wow. And this is what black people got to go through in the NFL. Just to try to get a coaching job and all that. This is crazy. He's asking for in, this, in the suit. Sourcing black investors to become potential NFL team owners. Asking for black players and coaches to become part of a team's hiring process on the head coaching and coordinator vacancies. Require NFL teams to justify in writing their hiring or firing decisions. Require NFL teams to supply side-by-side -side comparisons in records and resume when interviewing coaches. Create a fund for a training program to promote low, lower-level black coaches or to coordinator positions if they show their aptitude. Incentivize the retention of black coaches and front office staff. And pay transparency for coaches of all levels across the NFL. Basically, NFL is saying they're going to fight it. And that they, basically, in the statement, they're saying that they, doing it, they are equal to all their peoples. And that they're going to fight these claims with our unmerit. But now, if you got proof. If he got proof and prove his case, he might have a case and win. Oh, man. Then he'll never have to work again. Like I said in my last podcast, he, he was going to be the Colin Kaepernick of coaches. And I salute you, Brian Flores. I salute you. So with this being said, if nobody don't tell you that they love you, I love you. Peace.
So let me add one more thing that I forgot to add. You notice they love to have the black people, black athletes, I mean, running and jumping and scoring, catching touchdowns, catching balls, you know, doing everything we do to be entertainers in the athletic field. But then when we talk about racism and all that in that field, all the white people get mad. They act like there ain't no racism and everything. They want to be a good nigga and do what you're supposed to do and be the good nigga and play sports. You need to shut up and dribble or catch the ball or whatever you do in sports. Just shut up and do your job. But not these days. We don't shut up. We ain't shutting up. We, we gonna fight what we believe in and fight this racism that's in these sports and show it how it exists and we gonna fight it. So that's all I wanted to add. And so if they want to tell you that they love you, I love you. Peace.